Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. And we brought back our special guest, Delta, for this go-around. Uh, episode 9, uh, lots of stuff going on, and we want to talk about it. I'm, I'm sure everybody's been watching the news. Now it's time to hear our opinion and take on it. How you guys doing tonight? Hey, it's Bravo here. Welcome back, Delta. Glad to have you. Alpha, great to hear from you again. It's a great Sir. night to start talking about what we think is going on with the news. Hey, I'm I'm super excited to be here. Had a had a wonderful time last time. Appreciate you inviting me back. This is uh this is great. Well, we like having you, so you're welcome anytime. So a little housekeeping up front. Uh, we got to move this along. This is a this is a six page show tonight, so it's there's a lot of material to get through. We got to move it along really really quickly. So without a whole lot of stuff, we have a little bit of housekeeping to take care of. Uh, you know, as you all know, we're out there on uh, Parlor Rumble, a bunch of different platforms. Uh, unfortunately, YouTube too. There's kind of no way around it. We avoid Twitter and Facebook like the plague. We'll get into we that will later. Not use them. Yep. Don't use them. No, we'll we'll get into that later. But uh, we just wanted to let everybody know that through your viewership and your rumbling us on Rumble, we've made nine cents on Rumble. Yes. Yes. Nine cents. Nine cents. And we nine appreciate cents. that. And we we are flattered. We're humbled. That's and right. And quite frankly. Um, we're having a blast. Again, these are conversations that we're having that we would normally have on the phone. And uh, this this actually makes it a little bit more regular for us. So we actually get to enjoy each other's company, share our views. And we're glad that everyone out there wants to share our views with us and learn something or help us learn something, too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And we really appreciate everybody tuning in and giving us uh, your valuable time. We really appreciate it. So without a whole lot of delay, you know how we do the show. We're going to give you our points, what we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about them. Then we'll tell you what we talked about. So to start it off, you know, our first topic, uh, we, we talked a little bit about in one of the prior episodes about the narrative surrounding Antifa BLM and, and the fringe elements that are out there causing trouble. And what we really want to talk about is we'll recap a little bit of that and give you some of our feelings on that and our take. And what we really want to talk about in this episode is, you know, going back, backtracking again, giving you our thoughts on, on where it was, where it is, and most importantly, where I think this or where we think this might go after the election. Just because the election's over does not mean that this nonsense is going to stop with these people. So we'll get into that. Uh, our second point we're going to talk about is is the very real specter of voter fraud mm. uh, and how it's the media. Real. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And cool. and how we think it came about, uh, what we think is behind it. You know, as a, just a regular guy take on it without uh, without a whole lot of whole lot of nonsense. We'll just get into yeah. where we think that came from. And uh, I'm sure everyone's been watching the news. Our last point. Let's talk about Hunter Biden, right? Shall we? <laughs> I think we should. I, I, honest to God, I, I think he deserves a little bit of engagement over, uh, over what's been going on there and uh, some stunning stuff. So, yeah, we'll make sure to bring our opinion into that too. That's our opinion section of the show. That's right. And uh, we, we've been, uh, we've been uh, revving up the old. Uh, research machine and we've been finding some interesting articles and we're going to put it all together and let you decide right you you we talk you decide so let's get into it then shall we let's start off with uh our favorite group of little miscreants antifa right. and, and i i do want to say alpha you got to include blm inc into that yeah again yeah. you know what my position is all lives matter not just black ones White ones, yellow ones, green ones, blue ones, purple ones. Everyone matters. Yeah, when somebody was laying there in the street, it didn't matter what color they were. They got the same treatment. It doesn't That's right, because we all bleed red. That's correct. And we're all Americans, after all. Yep. And, and to be honest, gentlemen, if, if black lives really mattered, the way that they are talking about it, you would go to places like Chicago and Baltimore, and they would put their resources and efforts into supporting and saving, you know, some some just really horrible stuff that's happening in the African American community in in those cities. Mm -hmm. Well, you never. What's the Democratic mantra? 
never let a crisis go to waste. So you're mm-hmm. absolutely right there, Delta. It's, uh, it's awful, awful what's going on. So, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting thought and a narrative that's out there. And, and one of the presidential candidates out there, uh, Joe Biden, he believes that Antifa is an idea. We talked a little bit about this in one of our previous episodes, an idea where we went ahead and we pulled some information from a podcast that we picked up that was one of Antifa's uh, official podcasts called The Ex-Worker. I don't want to give them too much more attention. They're, you can find them if you want. They're just awful. Their stuff is just awful. Um, where they kind of tried to dispel the idea that they were an organization, but then later in the podcast, they just kind of went into how they're an organization and how they lend support to other groups uh, that are causing uh, civil unrest in the United States. It was quite stunning, actually. So, you know, with that, uh, Bravo's got some information from uh, the Washington Post. Actually, uh, Delta actually oh, brought Delta. this to us. That's right. Uh, you know, yeah, hey, credit where credit's due. But Absolutely. just to add, to, just to quickly before Delta jumps in, uh, I do agree that uh, the whole narrative, the whole... Again, you're you're setting setting up something. Uh, they're trying to they're doing two things at once: a narrative and downplay. And we'll get into that a little bit more. What I mean by downplaying something, and related to what we do for you know when we're when we're working on our day job sometimes. So, go ahead there, Delta. What did so, you come up with? Yeah. So uh, interesting. As I was I was reading through it, so the anti-fascist uh, movement, right? If you if you really uh, I, I want to separate what's happening in in America now versus what the the uh, the institution was when it started. It started um, in Europe um, a couple hundred years ago, I think, um, according to the article. And it was really again anti-fascist, right? So there was a lot of corruption in government, and so on and so forth. And in this group was uh, created to be the really the answer to the super right was, was Antifa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and they did things like um, protests, mostly peaceful, and, uh, you know, just come up with ideas and an alternate way of thinking. Nowadays, it's not, it, it, it's not idea against idea, right? So mm-hmm. nowadays, what you're, what you're finding is they're taking that, super far left mentality mm-hmm. uh, and they're exercising it using violence. So it's not um, just me standing on one side of the room yelling at the top of my lungs that which you would oppose at the top of yours. Mm-hmm. It is me standing on the side of a room yelling something at the top of my lungs which you oppose with a baseball bat. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So um, – and, and, and as you see in, you know, Portland and Seattle uh, and some of these other uh, cities across the country, the notion that you can uh, burn down a city because you don't agree with the politics is, uh, is not helpful to anybody. And one final point on this, um, Joe Biden mentioned in the last uh, debate that Antifa was an idea. And I think Alpha brought this up in the beginning. It's not an idea when people are getting their teeth knocked out. Mm -hmm. And there was a recent example of that uh, at a conservative uh, uh, protest this past weekend. I don't remember where it was, but the leader of the protest got punched and lost his two front teeth. Mm -hmm. So that's not an idea. Ideas don't hurt people. Mm No, they're they're definitely a violent group of people with a with a stated goal, right? Uh, and people with goals are organized, and it is not just an idea. It's it's a movement, it's an organization. When they have lawyers and logistic logisticians that arrange things for them, and they have legal defenses set up, and they have a network of support, it's a terrorist organization. Definitely. Quite honestly, and you have Kamala Harris actually tweeting out where to support with funds for those who get arrested. Absolutely, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right. 
You know what? Also, this 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 uh, point you're bringing up, Delta, is very good because we did uh, bring it up in in terms of uh, when you have particular narratives that they're trying to set with a with the ultimate goal to get their uh, either they they subdue it or they they gaslight about it. But really, what what you're what you're bringing up here is it falls right in line with agenda setting theory. Uh, one 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 of the shows we talked about this um, again, uh, Dr. Steve Turley, who who turned me on to this idea. The press is really the main uh, perpetrator of this, where they're trying to make everyone on the other end of the the, the media, and most people don't take the time to look in the you know look for the hard truth which is what we do here at the signal 50 podcast but they kind of take whatever you know path of least resistance uh what's ever spoon fed to them they take it and they the media is then able to groom those listeners those people that are uh ingesting this this false narrative or this agenda setting theory to make it normal so that as the election happens you heard you've heard things out there from you know we're all like shaking our heads. I hear this and you know there's going to be a bunch of it's not the election is not going to come in the the results will not be available that night. I can tell you for the last God how many years I've been around watching elections when I first could vote. I might you know I would rather watch election returns than the Super Bowl. That's how much I really enjoyed this kind of stuff. I know I just I just let my geek out, but I rather listen to the election returns. And one of the things that the press was saying, get ready, the results won't be back for weeks. That sets up another domino to fall where they're going to contest this. They're telling you have Hillary Clinton, who was actually advised back in 2016 to to basically uh, knock, you know, she conceded because Obama said to do so. And she's regretted it and she's blamed him, you know, all this nonsense. They're telling Biden not to concede. And when it comes down to reality, if you look at the Georgia governor race, uh, someone helped me out here a couple years ago um, with. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. She she would not concede. She still didn't. Well, guess what? She didn't win as governor either. So go away. You know what? That's the saying. Don't go away mad. Just go away. And that's that's what ended up happening. So this is a very good pickup. Delta. I really you know see where this is going. Uh, and it seems like these puzzle pieces are starting to fit together. Yeah. So Stacey Abrams, uh, still, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't believe she actually conceded, even as of today. I think right. you know, life went on. But uh, uh, yeah. And 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 the interesting thing is, um, it, it, not to get into too much election politics, because I know we have a format for tonight. But um, if if by some miracle Biden wins. Oh, God forbid. Right. Um, you're not going to see a bunch of neo-Nazi white supremacists out there rioting in the street. However, when Trump does win on November 3rd, you will see a continuation of the riots because this feeds a narrative mm-hmm. for the other side. Mm-hmm. And that and the narrative is the guy at the top is incapable of controlling society when in reality, and I do want to make this point because not a lot of people say this, it is not his job. It is not the, I don't care if it's Biden or Trump. It is not the president's job to quell this violence in these cities that belongs to the mayors first. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've all said, we all have a little bit of emergency management background. Um, so Mm -hmm. it is, uh, mayors first then county, then state, and then when that all goes to crap, then you call in the feds. Mm-hmm. You're correct. has to do with uh, uh, powers delegated to the federal government versus what's delegated, the rest are delegated to the state. That's right. Or states, you know, uh, excuse me. Sorry. Well, part of, part of what this is, you know, they're, they're trying to desensitize people and make it the new normal. We talked about this a little bit before. It's a norm for this kind of violence for whatever reason and to kind of get people used to it. And, and Delta, you're exactly right. No matter who wins the next election on November 3rd, this is not going to stop. It's sad. It really is. This is not the way it was supposed to be. 
Right. This all goes to this. There will. They've set a precedent here. There will never be. And when you, when you look at what's going on, it kind of matches kind of a narrative that's gone all along. This country prides itself on a peaceful transfer of power. That's what mm-hmm. separates us from the animals, right? Yep. Uh, the third world toilets where, you know, somebody doesn't like the results of an election, so they take their military and wipe out the other party. It happens all the time. Uh, we don't do that here. Um, except the army for the other side is Antifa. But the thing about it is you can't take a knee to the mob. That's correct. And that's what the Democrats have done is they've taken a knee to Antifa and these other groups that are out there. Once you're on your knees, you can never stand up again and they will run you. So that's, that's a big problem. Hmm. Well, before we all get down in a big downer, <laughs> I think, uh, I think the, the gig is up just so that, you know, as we get this message out there and whether this is a, tr- a true signal 50 or maybe a signal 40, I don't know. But anyway, it's, 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 uh, it's definitely in the caution category. Make sure everyone's going to get, uh, get out there and vote. Uh, make sure you, you, and vote for that down ticket. I'll, I'm going to keep saying it right up until election. Get out there and vote in person and make sure that if you do have to vote absentee, that you do the process to request it. Um, and we're going to kind of get into that next, uh, about the voting issues. Right. right. You know, another thing that I want to talk about with Antifa, especially, and, and these groups that are out there, you know, we, we talked about it in our last podcast. It's probably not a really great idea to be out there, you know, and, and we shouldn't even have to talk about this in this country. Uh, we've gotten to the point uh, and Delta raised an, an excellent point that we shouldn't even be talking about it in this country because this is not how we are. And you should not be afraid to be out in the street peacefully expressing your views. But I think everybody ought to just take a breath and take a quick look around and, and understand really what's going on before they go out and, and do anything of the sort right now. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not worth the trouble. It just isn't. Right. Uh, your personal safety is all that matters. And mm-hmm. these people on the other side of things are, are truly violent. And we'll talk a little bit about that in another program. Uh, but, you know, I think we've said enough about it. I think what we're doing, what's happening now is we're all being set up for a narrative of you know, if you don't vote the right way and give us what we want, we're going to throw a temper tantrum until you give in. And I think the message here is you can't take a knee to the mob and you can never give in to these people or you will never stop paying. That's right. So that's a big, 100%. big, big problem. Yep. So, you know, that uh, really are the shock troops of the left, aren't they? It's really bad stuff. Hey. Well, again, that... That's uh, that's where it kind of leads into the next story here. Where we're gonna uh, talk a little bit about the voter fraud and and uh, also something that you you added alpha the suppression, but it's real. And uh, you know there's there's a lot of a lot of other factors that we want to raise with people out there who are listening to us today, and and. Uh, We'll, we'll kind of get into it here. Anything you wanted to add there, Alpha, just from, uh, you know, a sub, you know what, what we're going to talk about in this next section here? Well, you know, a lot of it, you know, look, voter fraud is is going to be a big problem. And I think a narrative has been set up. Uh, we were we were ripe. We're ripe for it uh, with mm-hmm. the <laughs> the firsthand knowledge we have, uh, all of us over this COVID-19 panic that's going on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they've really, I mean, we've gotten to the point where people are riding in their own cars with masks and face shields on. Yeah. Okay. So we're in their houses, right? Living in their house with a mask on, you know, oh by themselves. I, I can't even, <laughs> our, 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 our neighbors were, we're doing it again today. Um, not that I'm like a voyeur, uh, it's hard to miss. Right. Mm. So yeah, they're in another house wearing masks. So mm. I just don't quite understand it. So anyhow, you know, I think we're, we've all been set up, you know, let's talk a little bit about the voter fraud 
because it's it's going to be a really big problem. And and I think some of the contributing factors to that are definitely the COVID situation and the fear mongering that's been going on with it. Um, yes, in the very beginning, we were very scared this was going to be very bad. Now we understand a little bit more. I think everybody needs to slow down a little bit. But the mail-in voting, uh, which was never really meant to happen, we're not set up for that in this country. No. Um, we shouldn't be. We can't trust the mail. We'll get into that in a little bit. And the suppression portion of, of what it is. And and even we're going to touch a little bit on the tech tyrants mm-hmm. and, and their in-kind contributions to the Democratic Party suppressing stories that need to come out before uh, the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that should come out. So without that, uh, you know, let's... Bravo, this is this is kind of your thing. So why don't so, you go ahead and take it away? Thank you. Uh, so I wanted to I brought this to the table for us to discuss this evening uh, about the voter fraud suppression that it is real and that you have to be aware of it. And we'll kind of give you what our prescription is going to be at the end. But I want to kind of set this up. So now that now that uh, President Trump and his rallies and the in the um, the latest. Uh, town halls where again I you know not to go off on a tangent but the town hall that he was just in he was actually in a debate with uh, Savannah there from NBC News it was just funny yeah that to watch. was hardly a town hall that was not a town hall uh, the people that were asking questions were uh, it sounded like they were written for them I just it, it was just ridiculous but that's another story although the person that was behind uh, President Trump's left shoulder um, uh, <laughs> uh, African American woman. Um, actually, it was amazing just to watch her. Uh, you know, agreeing with the points, shaking her head. She she became the overnight sensation of that. Maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But she was phenomenal. What, what did what did our friend What did our friend say about her? Uh, she's the hero we all needed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, hat tip to her. She was just. It was great to see her. Uh, you know, shaking her head and, and uh, agreeing and, and whoever put her behind, you know, they, I guess they see people and again, uh, they see people behind whoever they're going to, and the NBC must've thought that she was going to be, you know, they, they did a little identity politics and got it wrong, which is fantastic. So NBC news, you, 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 whatever. Um, but anyway, so getting back to the voter fraud, President Trump brought this up. He's talking about how it's 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 uh, it, there's numerous ballots that are out there. There's different there's different ways to get your information. If you're listening to us, we appreciate it. Where you get your information is is everything. So and to to support the fact that this voter fraud is real, there are websites that I I go to to kind of keep tabs on it. And from one of the websites um, is theheritage.org, and they, they have a running tab, and you can look at it by state. But overall, there's 1,298 instances of fraud as of today uh, regarding the vote, right? You know, And out of those instances, 1,121 have actual convictions. So this is real. This is a problem. Um, one of the things... So Bravo, does that uh, yeah. does that just to just to just to clarify a bit? Mm-hmm. So the one one thousand two hundred ninety eight instances, is that number of ballots, or is that the like one of those instances could have been you know fifty thousand ballots? Actually, it's it's uh, it's uh, uh, it's interesting you bring that up. Those are instances. Those are just people that. You know, not the numbers like one of our earlier shows, we talked about uh, Project Veritas and Project Veritas, you know, was highlighting the fact that in Minnesota, the this guy named Mohammed, a Somalian refugee, was t- bragging how he had 300 votes, you know, 300 ballots in his car, you know, and was taking more and more every day. Um, these are just instances. These are not the aggregate. Um, that number from what I gathered, uh, again, through this website, 500, over 500,000 ballots are fraudulent, have been deemed fraudulent or thrown out. or it, it's And that's a lot of ballots. When you talk about 330 million uh, citizens in the country, and you talk about some elections, some, and, and remember, elections happen on the local jurisdiction, and 
what ends up happening is that can swing votes. You know, you can swing uh, an election. Someone can win with a thousand, you know, the margins are kind of small. And if it's all fraudulent, which uh, it's, it's truly showing to be, um, what are you going to do? So just another. So I think it's also yeah. important uh, to note before mm. you get into uh, some of the other material that you brought mm. that um, uh, there's a difference between absentee ballots Mm-hmm. and mailing ballots okay and True. i think that this yes. gets lost okay mm-hmm. for a yeah. lot of people i vote absentee ballot because i do not live in the state in mm-hmm. which i am a resident of okay yep. and i've been doing it for years right so uh what? circumstances have me and not in the state and i'm unable to go mm-hmm. to a polling place that is different than my wife for example who received a mail-in ballot mm-hmm. right Refuse yep. to fill it out because she will go to the polling place and vote in person. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between mail-in ballots and absentee ballots. And I think that's worth mm-hmm. noting to folks. Well, and, right. and you're highlighting, a, a, well, you're basically, it's conflating. Again, that's where the press is conflating those two things, mail-in ballots versus absentee ballot. You have to send in a request you get once they process it, they identify who you are and the roles that they have. They send you an absentee ballot. There's a chain of custody that they can follow along, versus an unsolicited ballot, which you mentioned, Delta in a very eloquent way. That is a that's a mail-in ballot. These things you can find all over the place. Not to mention when you send it in, God forbid you try you trust the postal service. They've been throwing ballots there's there's and i'll talk about the sources in here in a second they've been throwing ballots out all over the place just chucking them in garbage cans dumpsters it's ridiculous well wait a minute wait a minute you can't trust the united states postal service on the day-to-day never mind to trust them to handle something as important as an election and is it weird that I, I hope that when people send me stuff, it's by UPS or FedEx and not USPS? No, not, no, not weird at all. Um, real quick, uh, real quick side note, um, where I live, we just one day stopped getting mail. Mm. The only thing we were getting were, you know, newspaper flyers and crap shoved in our box, uh, that the postal service moves around for extra money. Um, our mail was not being delivered. And this went on for a while. I just, you know, I don't know what's coming in the mail until somebody, you know, figures out that they got a jury duty subpoena or summons that they never received. Okay. Mm. That's a big deal, right? So we had an investigation done. Did you know that 21 people from our local post office were arrested because of the postal inspectors? There's a big dumping mail problem and it's always gone on. So it's nothing new. Um, you think just, they confused it as a uh, a ballot or something that was like official, you know, like uh, just to keep it out of your hands? So, I, Bravo, do you do you vote by? Have you ever voted by mail or by absentee ballot? I I've had to. Okay. Uh, vote by absentee ballot. So the only reason why I ask is that the envelope actually says official election mail. Mm-hmm. It's so a there's very, really no mistaking right what it is. <laughs> it's a very distinctive it's a very distinctive envelope yeah, yeah. I, i've seen yeah. that but i was just wondering if these uh what'd you say 12 people were arrested from uh your your post office oh, they were yeah, more than that it wasn't about it wasn't about uh ballots it was just a day-to-day mail dumping operation they didn't want to do their jobs they were just tossing mail in dumpsters mm. okay so we did not receive mail all right mm. So this notion that we're just going to go ahead and blindly send out ballots to people who haven't requested them, because as Delta said, there's a huge difference between a mail-in ballot and Mm -hmm. an absentee ballot. Right, right. It's the same ballot at the end of the day, but it is one you have to request through a specific process the other one they're just going to send you can you just imagine the problems that's going to create when people vote in person and suddenly their ballot turns up in the board of elections office and they've already voted how did that happen right uh, or someone steals for, it don't, don't don't forget that there are states out there 
that don't even require any sort of validation, right? Right. The mail-in ballot comes in, right? So Colorado has been doing mail-in voting for, for years. So they've, they've actually done a pretty good job with it. Uh, but that took years. That wasn't like, oh, no, COVID. Now all of a sudden we have to go to mail-in balloting. And mm-hmm. you got a bunch of states that don't do this on the regular, and they are behind. And they cannot, they cannot fix this problem. Mm. And, and, and the biggest issue really is how do you validate that the person who sent the ballot in is the person who is on the ballot? Again, if how they're not using ID because it, it sub, right. quote suppresses the vote, that's, that's, that's their excuse. Um, you know, one way you can avoid that, uh, there's another website called True the Vote has another place uh, where you can actually, it's a resource to report fraud. um, And they have individualized state resources where uh, they're in, they're trying, you know, they're they're, um, making sure that they kind of act as a watchdog uh, for resources, but they also help people become volunteers, poll watchers. And, And we're getting down to the wire here, but it's never too late. You can actually watch the polls. You can report things that are, irregular uh and that's that's one of the ways that you beat this however the media is overall silent because they're complicit with what's going on in the in the current voting atmosphere i guess is the best way to put it so i think they want it's not only that they're complicit bravo i think Mm -hmm. really what you're getting at if i could put some words in your mouth um, which, which for those of you in the audience need to know, I've been doing for years. Um, they, it's a matter of tipping the scale to mm-hmm. what the outcome is that they want. So it's, sure. it, it's not necessarily complicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more along the lines of if, if I feel like I can put out the information that I need to put out to get a certain result, which is not Trump, then mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to put out. And I think this is something we'll talk about in the next section here, but it 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 all bleeds together because sure. because what you're talking about is setting a tone and setting it. I mean, you can look at seventy five percent of the cable news channels out there, and they'll tell you that there's nothing wrong with mail and balloting. And we all know that that's not true. That's right. That's a bunch of BS. Now, where can you go? Uh, where can you go to get these kind of information? So. I keep I keep my eyes out on Breitbart.com. Tatum Report. Officer Tatum is a past officer. He's on YouTube. I, I really enjoy his his material, but he came out with the Tatum Report. Uh, he had and that's another answer to Drudge, who went full left and uh, yeah. full narrative. Uh, and then you got the Bongino Report, uh, and they run they run those stories too, uh, keeping everyone abreast of what's going on. Um, so here's just a couple of things that I pulled off of uh, the Breitbart chan- uh, uh, site. I encourage you to go there. You're not going to find it in a Google channel because Google is suppressing a whole bunch of stuff. We'll get in that in a second. But um, two things here for gentlemen to consider. Uh, the latest Breitbart story was that ballots were stolen in Washington State and dumped, and that there's yep. documentation. They had the pictures to show it. It has been it's been recovered, and those people have been arrested. Um, and then in the court, ba- so there's the other version of this too uh, that everyone needs to be aware of. Besides the the front line, you know, dumping of ballots, not delivering ballots, the postal side. There's also uh, they're trying. Remember how the narrative we were talking about earlier in the show today? They're trying to set up a narrative. Well, they're trying to set up a narrative that, they, that uh, this is okay, and they have lawyers ready to go and use the judicial. Uh, system as a weapon uh, in a policy setting agenda, not not for what its intent is, is to interpret the Constitution. However, court battles today, they overturned the Michigan decision to extend vote the vote past the, the November 3rd date. All ballots must be in by the by eight o'clock uh, uh, or you know local time in Michigan uh, to um, be counted which is a huge, huge win for the right. And, and we shouldn't be talking about win. Well, versus, I, mean, I don't think, I don't be. think, I don't think it's a win. I think, yeah. I think November 3rd is, mm-hmm. is the day you vote. You cast your ballot. And I firmly believe 
that you need to have your ballot cast by November 3rd, period, full stop, postmark it, put it in the mail, do what you have to do. First mm-hmm. of all, I don't like mail-in voting. I think it's mm-hmm. a very bad idea. It, it, I think we're all it's pretty fraud. much in agreement that it, it creates an environment for fraud. Let's just look at what O'Keefe did with a sitting U.S. congresswoman and her little voter fraud scheme that she's been running in Minneapolis. Um, I'd be surprised if anything happens there. I, I really hope it does. She needs to pay. When a U.S. congressperson can run a voter fraud scandal, a scheme, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and do it relatively easily, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot, right? They've right, got it pretty right. well figured out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you've covered the material really well, and I think mm-hmm. we can all agree that mail-in balloting is a really bad idea. Now let's look at the why from mm. kind of the, the regular guy viewpoint, considering everything mm-hmm. that's been going on right now. Why is it mm-hmm. happening? But, you know, let's back it up a little bit. You know, the narrative shaping and the and the nonsense that's going on and the suppression of information, suppression of the vote. First of all, let me talk a little bit about suppression, how I feel about it and what I think suppression is. Polls out there right now, I know for a fact that they're lying. Even the Biden people have come out and say, uh, we're really not double digits ahead. But all the polls have Joe Biden double digits ahead. Why? That's to make you think, oh, no matter what I do, my vote doesn't count. You know, Mm. I was going to vote for Donald Trump, but uh, you know what? It's all BS. The polls are BS. The polls were BS in 2016. I think it's really important to get into the why this is happening. What's going on? Why are platforms like Facebook and Twitter covering up what's going on with Joe Biden? Right? Mm -hmm. Why is everything going on the way it's going on? Why suddenly do we have this phenomenon of mail-in voting? Why is it so important now? Coronavirus is the universal excuse that's being used. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't wear a tinfoil hat either. I think it's awfully convenient that the Chinese government unleashed a bioweapon on the world, Mm -hmm. crippled everybody, scared the crap out of everybody. You've got the liberal media spreading the narrative that, oh, you're going to die. You have to do mail-in voting, blah, 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 blah. I think it's also very interesting. I live in a 1.1 million resident county with only 40 polling places that are going to be open on election day. Isn't that mm. convenient? Yeah, right. Talk about voter suppression. Yeah. So, mm. and 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 I'll tell you that uh, you, you need, all of us have gone to the grocery store since COVID started. I don't, yep. you know, we stand six feet behind the person behind us, right? We walk right. through. I don't get COVID every time I go to the grocery store. Uh, I recently got a flu shot uh, in a in a mass flu shot clinic, and we all stood six feet behind the person behind uh, uh, in front of us. So, if you can do that stuff, I've actually taken pictures and posted to Parlor uh, and some of the other social media. If I can do this, why can't mm-hmm. I vote in person? Well, I'll I'll tell you the why. Where are the majority of polling places set up in this country? Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. Yeah, schools. schools. Oh. Yeah. What are clubs conveniently? What? And the teachers' are... union and the teachers' union is heavily in favor of the Democrats. Uh, All right. So God. they're crying. The schools are closed. You can't go vote. The Chinese Communist Party set loose a virus on the world. They own the Bidens. Yes, they do. They own them. And with what's going on world economically, the Chinese were getting crushed by Donald Trump for the last three years. He was mm-hmm. stomping them to death financially. And will continue right. to. God willing. Um, the Chinese Communist Party wanted to buy this election to get out from underneath Donald Trump. Right. And this is how I think they did it. Mm-hmm. And with this mail-in voting thing, I think they might have tried to find a way to do it. Uh, and so far, I've got to hand it to the little bastards. They're pretty clever. Um, mm-hmm. They did a good job. Uh, the polling places are shut. Yep. 
and there's a huge push for mail-in voting. Listen, everybody out there listening, if you're going to have to vote by mail for whatever reason, if you don't feel comfortable going to your polling place, fill out your ballot. If you got one in the mail, it's not too late. It's I think it is too late. Today was the deadline to request a mail-in ballot. Do not mail No, in. absentee? Absentee, absentee or mail-in? Yeah. Absentee like mail or mail-in. You can request a mail-in or absentee. Yeah. They didn't just automatically send them out where I live here. Mm -hmm. You had to request it. And I requested it because I'm on travel for election mm -hmm. day. So what I'd recommend is take it to your local board of elections and put it in their Dropbox. Mm -hmm. Please at least do that. I think there's a big tie in here with coronavirus, the timing, the election, the push for mail-in voting, the opportunity for fraud, and circling that all back to, quite honestly, the Democrat Party being indebted yep. to the Chinese government. Mm -hmm. So, and now, you know, you had this, this wonderful cocktober surprise, I call it <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, the, the stunning revelation that, uh, he's been doing all sorts of untoward financial dealings in Ukraine and, and in China and God knows where else and Facebook and Twitter, two of the largest social media platforms in the world, which I think is the dumbing down of the world, if you have to follow that mm -hmm. for your news. Mm -hmm. But they're mm -hmm. suppressing that story. They've chosen to be a publisher. I, 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 this is completely, I mean, I think we're going to get in, into it in the, in the uh, opinion section, so maybe I'll save it a little. I just, the fact is, for this section, it's, it's wrong on so many levels what mm -hmm. happened uh, this past week with regards to that story. New York Post is the fourth most popular uh, news outlet in the country. It is not fake news. There was no reason for that stuff to be uh, suppressed whatsoever unless there was a political agenda. And that is a fact. And then we can talk about the opinion later. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that leads us right into the Right into the final stretch here, you know, we're at, we're at 44 minutes and we, we like to keep your attention, hopefully for the full almost hour. We may go a little over this time because this is a six pager, a lot of material to cover here. This is, this is really interesting times. And, and I think everybody needs to really be paying attention. So we're going to, we're going to really talk on the third point. And that was a really good discussion on the second point that we brought up tonight, uh, between the group here, uh, <laughs> the point three. The Hunter Biden laptop fiasco. Uh, I think it's a blessing in disguise, to be honest with you. I For think us. it's, yeah. well, yeah, I think it's a blessing in disguise, but I think it's really, it's horrible. I mean. So for clarity, this is the opinion section, right? Right. right. Can you get any more stupid? Can you <laughs> be any more freaking dumb? I mean. <laughs> You brought your laptop. I don't care if the guy was legally blind. You brought your laptop to a public place to get it fixed because that's where you had all your juicy stuff where you made all your money, right? I mean, who doesn't have – this is 2020. Who doesn't have cloud storage? Why do you need to throw the laptop out, get another laptop, hook it up to iCloud, you get your emails? But no, this guy, <laughs> moron, <laughs> freaking – Brings it to a public place what is, to what fix the, his computer. I mean, can you be any more dumb? Uh, uh, it's incredible. I, I think I have to say, I have to say, we were last show we were trying to avoid the the uh, drug problem he had. Although I would have to say that's a direct correlation, and sometimes they say correlation is not causation. I'm going to say it is because he was under a stupor when he dropped his his laptop in the water and it shorted out or whatever. And he said, take care of this and fix it. And it was brought to the computer, the repair person and the, and the store and, and uh, <laughs> the Rudy Giuliani's got all the receipts literally. And well, wait a minute. It up. Well, wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Mm -hmm. I think the mob used to call this falling asleep in the getaway car. <laughs> right. Okay, so this retard, Hunter yeah. Biden, Screw drops, up. His, drops his laptop off yeah. at some repair joint, right? The guy who's repairing it starts looking at some of the crap that's on it. And for him to call the authorities, which he did do, by the way, 
Mm -hmm. There must have been some really, I mean, he's not going to sit there and read emails. He must have seen some things. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, so for clarification, uh, he fixed the laptop Uh and he was, so again, if, if you're, if you're reading the moron meter and it's pegged (laughs) to the point where the glass is breaking, it's because (laughs) this absolute idiot drops it off. He has fixed and then doesn't go and pick it up. No, he doesn't and go after and pick a it up. certain amount of time. It becomes right. the property of the store owner, which means now he can go through it. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why we, that's how, that's the how we get to moron exposed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I can't, and I'm trying, I'm, the restraint, I know it's a family friendly show. I, I, this guy what has a- got to be on the scale of dumbest people in the world, the dumbest. Of oh, he's 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 dumb. Not only did he spell out the entire scheme in in all the emails to his family and friends and his business associates and partners that were doing this, what I meant by the guy who was going through this laptop, he, the guy's like legally blind, right? That mm-hmm. so the story goes, the repair guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. he's not going to sit there and painstakingly read all these emails. Okay. What I meant by he saw things were he probably saw some pictures and videos on there that were a little bit untoward Mm. and which led him to go ahead and call the federal bureau of investigation which by the way when you're a repair computer i have i have friends that are computer repair uh uh, people and they they own businesses and they are obligated if they find something untoward or you know got you know anything bad including or not, you know, all the bad stuff that we, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but anything bad, they have to report it. Um, so, you know, that it, it's, it's his obligation to, to, to get help. And he waited the prescribed amount of time. Um, once he got it fixed, they, they left it, he abandoned the, um, the, the, the computer and the drive. And that's how he was able to look at it, you know, to see if, you know, get it back to the person again, or he just left it alone. Well, so. the point is, the point is not only did our, our legally blind hero here, mm-hmm. not only did he call the FBI who had the laptop apparently for about a year and did nothing about it. They, they had oh, the thing during, question. that's another whole kettle of fish. Yeah. They had the laptop for a year, the FBI, they did nothing with it, but lo and behold, well, son of a bitch. He made a copy of the hard drive and he gave it to Rudy Giuliani. You Yikes. Know, divine intervention, I have to say. I think it's divine intervention. Give that man a medal. I mean, you could you could you could possibly, you know, because all politics is crooked no matter what side of the, the fence you're on, you could potentially say that this is one of those things that, you know, is gonna help Trump and blah blah blah. And and they're they're keeping it in their back pocket. Which may or may not be true, right? But if the if the emails are authenticated, which by some of the reporting this morning they are, it doesn't really matter who it helps. This is no good for anybody. Let's just be let's just be really clear here about this whole thing. I mean, this is nothing to jump up and down about. No. You had members of our government at the highest levels during the Obama administration, they were selling their offices and access and they were co-opted by foreign governments and influenced. Um, Unfortunately, Alpha, it's not, it's not limited to 2008 to, to 2016. Okay. I mean, Anybody that works in D.C. or works around D.C. has seen or heard stories like this before. And I'm not saying everybody's crooked because I do honestly believe that there's some people that come to Washington and do the right thing, whether they're on Capitol Hill or they're just, you know, staffers or whatever. But this ruling class that's out there has has literally fed off of uh, the backs of of the working man and woman in the country, and they get rich doing it. 
and they mm. do it because it's who you know and it's networking. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm I'm somewhat guilty of it. I, I think everybody is. I know, you know, if I if I'm looking for my next job and I know a guy, and I've done a good job of my last job, you, you start putting in for it. Everybody kind of does it on a low level, but mm -hmm. this is next level crap, right? This it's is also, it's also, this is international garbage. Well, well this it's also is, there to to keep to keep your hands in you know what power you have, so you don't lose any power, and then go on to the next level of power, and then once you get it, you're corrupted because you don't want to let go of it. I mean, that's my thought on it. Well, let's yeah. let's talk about it on a on a more basic level. Mm -hmm. These are the same people that screamed from the rooftops that Donald Trump was a national security risk because he had something to gain from his dealings with the Ukraine mm. or Russia or so-and-so. And these people, and it was all proven that everything that they said was total bull. And these are the same people that accused Donald Trump of doing that. Donald Trump just showed up like three years ago. Okay, three or four years ago on the political scene. Mm -hmm. These people have been in Washington, D.C. for 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So these people are pros at playing the game. Hillary Clinton, you think the Clinton Foundation, you think they had anything great to offer? They were selling influence. Give me a break. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden, talk about somebody who would be a, an absolute national security risk. Jeez. Oh, who does he owe, my, owe favors to? You know? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. His kid was out there globetrotting around the world saying, oh, my daddy is this. And when, when they asked uh, little Hunter, you know, how did you get this job? Well, my last name is Biden. I mean, it's right on tape. I mean, give me a break. I mean, they're, they're shameless in the way that they've approached this. Mm -hmm. And now they're caught. Now it'll be interesting to see what happens. Talk about a national security risk. You, you've got a guy who's a hair's breadth away from the presidency. He's, he, he's been a hair's breadth away from the presidency for a lot of years. And now mm -hmm. here he is again, really close to being the guy mm. or potentially the guy. And the Chinese Communist Party, the Ukrainians and whoever else, and Burisma and all of these people, they bought him. They own him. Mm -hmm. National security risk in Donald Trump? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. So, you know, I'll look, it's all disgusting. It's <laughs> Delta. I, I'm right there with you. I, I understand how the DC machine works. Uh, it's not what you know. It's who you know. And it's all about putting your arm around the next guy. And sometimes... Those of us that work within that system, we all do the right thing. We do the right job. We do the good job. And sometimes we get to move on to the next job and do the good job and do the right job, right? So we're not playing yeah. it dirty. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing the game the way the game is supposed to be played. We're playing the game based upon our merits. These people are playing the game based upon their titles. Yeah, 100% alpha and and just for clarification, there's nothing wrong with working hard and making sure that your hard work is noticed by the next person you hope to work for. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So for the, for the audience out there, there is something wrong. However, if I said, Hey, you know, Alpha's a big shot and I happen to be a friend of his who gets to go on his podcast every now and then. And, you know, if you wanted to meet him, you know, maybe I could help you out if you give me 150 bucks. Yeah, right. Small unmarked, small unmarked bills in a manila envelope, please. And by small, do you mean like $1 bills? Because I'm only asking for 150 bucks. Well, we're not going to the gentleman's club, okay? We're, we're doing other things. 20s work. But, hey, listen, you know, that it, we, we have an expression, you know, when you're in business or military or fire or whatever, you always want to leave it better than you found it. These people are mm -hmm. not wanting to leave it better than they found oh, they're it. They're killing it. They're destroying it. It's, right. It's, they're they're milking the machine for all it's worth for their own personal gain. They're not giving anybody any benefit except themselves. They're mm -hmm. wrong. They're dirty. They're disgusting. And they need to be caught. Yeah. And they all need to go to prison. And if people don't start going to prison for this BS and this criminal activity, then there is no law in this country. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
I it's mean, it's a tough one, isn't it? I, so I'll, I'll just uh, permission to make an analogy. Uh, so the the closest they got to somebody of really um, popular and high stature going to prison was was General Flynn, and that took a lot. And he's not going to jail, nor should he, by the way. But if you think about it, um, you get to a certain level, you don't go to jail. You go to Danbury Minimum Security for eighteen months, country club out in Connecticut. You don't you don't go to jail. Mm-hmm. Right. You're still not free to leave, and you still lose your reputation. Yeah, and you still and you still and you still get that little title of felon after your right. name, That's and you true. know what? If I can get pulled over for a, if I have one too many cocktails, I can risk going to jail for a year. But these guys milk foreign governments for tens and hundreds of millions of dollars into the billions for their own personal gain and just kind of laugh it off. Well, I get to slug it out with a felony, or I get to go to work every single day, and and they're just stealing from me. They're having a party on my tax dollars that really pisses me off and they really mm-hmm. need to go to jail. That's disgusting. I agree. They, somebody does. I, I just don't know if I have the confidence that you do that, that somebody actually will. We can only hope. Well, I, I think the first thing that has to happen is President Trump's got to get reelected and everyone, you know, has got to get behind him, uh, get out there and vote, make sure he gets in there so that, he can continue to drain the swamp, which is about a thousand feet deep. Oh, and absolutely. Continue, you know? And he said it himself, the swamp is really deep. And yeah. you know what? He he's right. But I, I think, you know, I I believe I believe he's trying. I, I really mm. do. I really believe he's trying. You know, look, guys, we, we're at the one hour mark. We've we've really kicked the can a lot. We've kicked it around covered a, a wide breadth of topics tonight and we've you know thank you everybody for giving us the, your valuable time to listen to what we have to say we're really honored about it and and that nine cents will go to feed a small child somewhere a very small child very very small very well small. if it if it continues i mean it may be that's right ninety dollars which would definitely feed yes a small and child. Yeah. That will get donated to some worthy cause somewhere. Yeah. We're not doing this for the money. We're doing it for fun. You and guys are it. from an outsider, sort of, sort of on the inside because I know Alpha. Just so everybody in the audience knows, hundred fifty bucks. I'm just kidding. Don't don't send me hundred fifty bucks. You guys are doing yeoman's work. You really are. This is very important. The conversation is really important, and I mean that seriously. We appreciate. That's that. why we're we- doing it. Look, I, I would show my face, but I don't want to be canceled again this week. You right, know? right. Uh, and I don't want to have people show up at my house. That would be very bad um, with the with the burning pitchforks and the it'd be bad. Um, I would get tired from digging a lot of holes, but that's another story altogether. So, you know, it looks, everybody, thank you very, very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff tonight. We talked about Antifa and it's not just an idea. It's it's an organization, and after the election, I just really sincerely think that things are are not going to get better. I think it's going to get worse. I really hope not. I, I'm trying to be optimistic that maybe they'll just give up. That's wishful thinking. So you know how they say hope is not a plan, right? Well, I think I think you're going to see a huge uh, backlash, um, and it's it's going to be they're not really tolerating it very much right now. And I think you know once the election is in the in the in the the win column for the president, God willing, um, then then they can then they can start using the uh, the riot or the um, they can start using some federalized uh, resources, you know, if they have to, you know, uh, the uprising. Um, statute that the, that they were talking about early on. Well, the, in, the they insurrection were de- act. Were, yeah, the insurrection act. They were. They were tempting. They were like daring President Trump to use it, and he was very, very smart not to, because that would have been used as a as a hammer to hit him over the head. You know, Look, now you fellas, use the federal fellas, troops. Nobody, and, nobody wants to see that. I'm, no, I'm talking to you know, from I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to you from experience. The last thing that you want to see is soldiers and OCPs, mm-hmm. uh, and airmen, in downtown. Name your name your state. Name your name mm-hmm. your city uh, with with uh, M4s 
and Humvees. You 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 don't want to see that. I don't. It, it's bad out there. I don't think it's going to get worse um, mm-hmm. because I don't know how much worse it can get. Oh, it can get a lot um, worse. It can get a lot worse. <laughs> it, I I believe you. I just you know I'm I'm somewhat optimistic. I'm trying to yeah, nobody, see the glass half full. Nobody nobody wants to see that. You know what? Look, I just want everything. You know, look. <laughs> We're not violent people, okay? We're, we're the people that have seen violence, okay? People that have seen violence and had to do violence, for whatever reason, we don't ever want to do violence. That's correct. There are consequences with that. We don't want to see it. I just wish everybody would learn how to behave. So, you know, moving on, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about the voter fraud. I've got an alibi to the story. A little, little ray of hope I want to leave you with. There's a story on. Uh, there's a, a, a gal uh, her name is Kathleen Lokchell. She owns a bakery in, uh, outside of Philadelphia. I believe it's outside of Philadelphia. Uh, every year, uh, every election season for the past, oh, I don't know, I think it's uh, 25 or 26 years, her family's been baking you know, Democrat cookies and Republican cookies. This year, it's Biden and Trump, obviously. You know, blue cookies for Biden and Trump are red in 2020, you know, they're nonpartisan. What they do is they've run this as an experiment for the last 26 years. So they sold 1,600 Joe Biden cookies. Mm. That's like a lot of cookies, right? It's a lot of cookies. It's a lot of cookies. A lot of flour, a lot of sugar. There's a lot of, they're, they're a lot of cookies. They're big cookies. They're about the size of a, they're about an eight inch cookie. Remember the big half moons you used to get? I'm not going to say where guys. They don't call them anymore, by the way. Uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably not politically correct. But anyhow, um, you know what I'm talking about, guys. Where we're yep. from. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. About, you know, oh, yeah. Good size cookies. You know, like, they eat like a meal. Okay. Yep. 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 So they're about four bucks a piece, four and a quarter a piece. And they donate some of the money they make to charity, which is a very nice thing to do. They sold like 1,600 Biden cookies. That's like a lot of cookies. They mm-hmm. sold 4,295 oh, wow. Trump cookies. So Yay. that's the poll. That's the poll I'm going with. Yep. I'm going with that because she's never been wrong. And yep. Stony Brook poll that's been right uh, like 90% of the time for like the past 75 years or something like that yep. um, has got Trump winning in a, um, a, 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 I don't, it's a landslide, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think there's hope to be had out there um, and get out and vote no matter how you have to do it. Right. And at last but not least, Hunter, where are you, Hunter? Uh, oh, how deep They put this him go? in a basement. Let me tell you, they oh, stuck boy. him in a basement and said, don't you ever come out again. Keep your mouth quiet. And he didn't do well on the Democrat uh, convention. And he definitely doesn't want to be on any TV shows right now. They put him in a basement and they locked the door and threw away the key. He he did one uh, interview and it was a disaster. Yeah. Also, he gets the moron award. He really does. Oh, he does. Oh. Uh, it might be an annual. I I can't see anybody doing something more stupid. But but I'm, I challenge the audience to to actually prove me wrong. He's like he's like and, the bank robber. He's like the bank robber that tries to deny it after the die pack went off in his face, right? Right, right. right. I mean, give me a break. So, hey, you know they can they can they can send us an email at info uh, at signal fifty dot com and tell us what other ways they could make a mess out of this. But yay, we're waiting to hear from you. Yeah, we're waiting to hear from you. So you know what? Look, we're gonna have to see where the Hunter Biden thing goes. We've given you our theory, or at least my theory on. How I think, you know, everything is connected. Um, the Chinese own the Bidens, and it's really a bad deal. So, you know, th- that being said, we're gonna we're gonna cut it out of here. We're gonna we're gonna give you our shameless plug for our our single affiliate. Uh, but before we do that, we want to make sure that you're aware that we're on Parlor, Rumble, YouTube, Podbean, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and Bravo. Just informs me that we're on audible now that's mm-hmm. really interesting i've we've we've finally arrived we're on audible yeah mm-hmm. all we do is provide them content for free that they resell in some meaningful way to put money in their pocket uh, you know. ah, working for the man working for the man <laughs> 
So I'm having fun doing it. Yeah, just so you know, we're having a great time. So listen, everybody out there, I want you to go to pofusa.com, pof-usa.com, Patriot Ordnance Factory of Chandler, Arizona, makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles made anywhere in the world. Anything from 22 long rifle all the way up to 762 by 51. They've got some really interesting six and a half grade more options for you too, for your long range requirements. Uh, some of the finest guns made anywhere. Put them up against anything anywhere made in the world. That's what I use. It's what I recommend. And that's what I teach with. So, you know, that being said, we're going to leave you some show notes uh, and the links to the show, uh, some of the material that we use. So you can go do a kind of a check it out thing for yourselves. So everybody out there in radio land and vodcast land, thank you very much for your time and attention for the past hour. Listen to, uh, listen to us yammer on. So we really appreciate it. Please feel free to give us a echo, share us, listen to us, download us. You know, it helps us get up there a little bit and get out there and get the message out. So thanks a lot. Comments are great too. What you want to hear some more of, what we can improve upon. Uh, you can get us again at info at uh, signal50podcast.com or you can leave comments right on uh, Rumble or on YouTube, which we don't like. You won't find us on Facebook. You won't find us on Twitter. We are Parlor, and Parlor has been very good to us. And we're, we're right. seeing a large amount of uh, re, uh, echoes, and we're seeing a large amount of. Uh, uh, people following us. So we right. truly appreciate it. Right. And, and, you know, here's a little stock tip. If, if you got a couple of dollars and you want to play in the market, I'd look for a short position on Facebook and Twitter about any day mm. now, because next <laughs> Thursday, they're going to get subpoenaed in front of Congress in front of the Senate. So yay. that being, yay, that being said, everybody have a great week. Thank you very much for your kind attention and be safe out there. We'd like to yep, thank, thank our you. soldiers. Yeah, thank you very much. We'd like to thank our soldiers, soldiers, sailors, and airmen uh, for protecting us 24-7-365, our first responders, our police, our firefighters, our EMTs, and those healthcare workers out there working as hard as they are. Thanks a lot, everybody. And Delta, thanks for joining us one more time. Appreciate it. Thank you. you. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a great, have All a great right. night. Bye-bye. Take care, everyone.